Hey, 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 it's the 24th of April, and we have a very, very special show today. We have our guest, Mr. Michael Seapress, and he is in the studio with us. Say hi, Michael. Hey, everyone. <laughs> yeah, might as well open the mic right away. <laughs> what the heck? Anyway, so he's going to be on just a little bit later, and he's going to perform some of his songs, which are going to be great. We have three three songs and then also one recorded song that we're going to be playing. So anyway, and he's going to play for us and that's going to be awesome. So it's, it's going to be, I guarantee you, you have to stay with us. You can't turn the radio off. No, no, no. You got to leave it on. So anyway, we have, we're all going to watch behind you to make sure you don't do that. Okay. So anyway, um, also on our show today, we have the astral celebrity of the week. And because I was trying to struggle with this. I do this every week. I was trying to figure out who to talk about. And so who's in the news? And, well, obviously, Queen Elizabeth has been in the news. And I decided to do her chart today, just go through it just a little bit, talk about what's been happening in her chart and and all that kind of stuff. So uh, we're going to be talking about her for just a bit. And um, let's see, what else are we going to do? What else are we going to do, Nathan? I just can't wait to hear Michael Seapress play. <laughs> <laughs> we already heard him this morning a little bit, but it was really cool. So, yeah, it's, yeah, Nathan's been very excited about this. So, And I've been excited, too. So we're just the two of us are so excited. So anyway, um, yeah. And let's see, anything else we have to report about? Oh, we have our usual ads and good stuff like that. And, um, and also our events that are happening at the end of the year or end of the year no end of whatever the end of the show today we'll talk about the local events that may be happening in your area so anyway let's take a break right now and when we get back we're going to do the astral celebrity of the week this is the jupiter rising show right here on kknw alternative talk radio Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now... We're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Walking your talk? Take us with you. The KKNW app makes streaming our programming easy on your phone or tablet. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now we're going to do the Astral Celebrity of the Week. Okay, and today it's Queen Elizabeth. Um, two weeks ago, approximately, I think it was a, I think it was Friday that he she was she lost her husband. Two weeks ago, Friday, and um, that last week, last Saturday was the memorial service. So they are mourning him for the well, two weeks. I think they've already done it, and so um, she lost her husband of seventy three years. It's kind of sad. He was a Gemini, by the way. And I think we did him already. Did we do him? Yeah, I think we did. Maybe we did it last week or something. Anyway, I just can't remember from week to week. See, I haven't... Okay, everybody, I got to tell you, I have this Neptune transit, right? And it spaces me out so often I don't even know what I'm saying. 
So anyway, that's normal. It's just it's a health hazard. <laughs> it should be quarantined or something. I don't know. Anyway, so his her chart is she's born April thirty twenty first, nineteen twenty six, two forty a.m. British Standard Time in London, England. And she has her son at zero degrees Taurus. By the way, I'm going to mention that her son has moon, which is her, at zero degree Taurus. And his moon is in the 10th house. So you can tell just from that that his career, his ultimate purpose, why he's here is to take over mommy's job when she decides not to do it anymore. So anyway, it's I mean, it's that really tight of a layover. So anyway, she also has Capricorn Rising. And also has Leo Moon. Okay, so, you know, it's interesting to kind of contrast those two points because Leo is very playful and very gentle and really silly sometimes. And I think she can actually be that way. They show films of her being goofy and silly, you know, and um, she's kind of okay. Um, and she does things with people. And But I think part of it, you know, the moon in Leo is a little bit what I would call self-centered. She talks about herself a lot, which would make sense with the Leo moon. But Leo is a sign of royals, you know, and almost everybody in the royal family has some planet, you know, major planet, sun, moon, rising, something like that in Leo. So we have that whole thing coming through. And also her, her Capricorn rising, that's her her personality, how she presents herself to people, very, very structured. You can tell she's not rigid, but she's fairly relaxed at what she does, but she's very, very self-disciplined in in her work and how she does it. And that Capricorn rising helps her a lot with that. If she had Leo and then she had something else in their chart, like more Leo, that would probably make her not that disciplined. But she's very disciplined about the way she approaches things. So... The thing about her death of her husband, and this happened, uh, Pluto had crossed over her ascendant, and that's a little bit ago, probably about six, seven months ago approximately, because Pluto moves really slow. It's at 21 Capricorn. And um, it's also a Titanic degree. I just realized that. I wrote a book on the Titanic and astrology, and one of the degrees, or the important degrees, are the 21 degrees of the cardinal signs which is Capricorn, Aries, Libra, and Cancer. Okay, so she has 21 Capricorn. And, you know, I mean, Titanic was a British sub-British thing, you know. It was. It was um, owned by the British, built by the Irish, but close enough. So um, she had, you know, this 21 Capricorn ascendant. And um, she basically had some major things happen to her maybe six, seven months ago. Not sure. I'd have to look up in her biography to see what was happening then. But she did have the final blow here with the passing of her husband. And uh, this this has really probably taken more out of her than most things have done. And um, she's actually sort of backed off her, her routine things that she does to basically cloister herself away to to mourn him in private. You know, she's not going to let anybody see it. So, I mean, the Capricorn rising is very self-disciplined, but it's very conservative. It doesn't want to show everything on its sleeve because if they do, it, it means that they're less dignified. And Capricorn is incredibly dignified and, and very adult-like. And the thing that's interesting, too, is that Capricorn, if we actually notice her, 
now. I mean, she's 95 now. Okay, she had her birthday just a few days ago on the 21st. But she looks pretty darn good for a 95-year-old woman. And what I notice about anybody that has Capricorn rising, that's the physical person, how they look physically. And Capricorn seems to reverse age. They start off looking older, and then they get younger as they get older. You know, it's a reverse aging process. And so, I mean, she's she's still her fun person, but, um, you know, this thing with her husband has probably taken a few sheets out of her wing. And so, you know, how, how, how is she adjusting with that? She's going to adjust with it probably just fine. And um, she has on top of the chart, she has Capricorn rising, obviously, but she has Saturn right at the top of the chart in the ninth house. So that shows her career, her discipline, self-discipline nature of her career is in Scorpio, which is interesting because there's a whole lot of people on her, in her son, in her life and her kids that are also Scorpionic. Oh my gosh, how we do it. And you know, it, there's some interesting things about sexual playing around with some of her kids and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So there is a, a somewhat of a Scorpionic thread or a theme that runs through most of the kids' chart. And it actually runs through her chart. So you basically know that whatever she has is going to be inherited by the kids. And it'll be, te- be depending on where it is and what it is, you know, how important of that is that going to be a major theme in the child's life? Well, yeah, like firstborn is Scorpio. Okay, so that's Charles. And I don't think anybody else is Scorpio in her family, but we have other planets like Moon and Scorpio, I think, for another one of the kids. And, you know, and all that kind of stuff that, you know, that theme is going to run very common through the family as well. And Scorpio is a very complicated sign. It's a water sign. It's fixed. means it doesn't like to move off of anything really easy. But what it will do is um, it will try to psychoanalyze itself and everybody else around it and not really show what they know. So um, there's the complex sign of Scorpio, which to me is the most complicated sign of the Zodiac. There's just so much stuff that could happen, you know, and there's stuff on, on the darker side. This is the dark side, by the way, ruled by Pluto. And on the light side, it's, it's the type of thing that heals people, heals people of their wounds that they've had and they've incurred through their lifetime. You know, especially if it's scorpionic wounds, it takes a little bit of time to get rid of those things. It's just something that's just not easy to deal with. So she's been handed two kind of um, themes in her life, Capricorn and also Scorpionic. So you add the ruling planet, Saturn and Pluto. Ah, Those guys have been conjunct the last several years, which is why we have this pandemic and everything else. That's a whole other theme right there based on the ruling planets of those signs. So it's... um, it's kind of interesting where you can trace all this stuff and it kind of shows up in other parts of people's lives. So, you know, um, she has a Venus in Pisces. Oh, she was so romantic about her husband. She really was. She, he, she was his, her lover and her sweetheart. She's very, very romantic about him. And then she also has Uranus in Pisces, which my dad has, which is interesting, right next to his son, and he was kind of crazy. So, uh, yeah, and, and also there is a conjunct, wide conjunct out of sign to Mercury. 
So um, the interesting thing is that she had a, she has a mind that is really rather freeing. I mean, she does the conservative stuff, but she will entertain the new new opinions that come in by people that are new at it and they have things they want to contribute to the government and she will listen to them. So, yes, yeah, so she's very fair and very sweet. And she also has, here's the main thing, the North Node conjunct Pluto. So Pluto is the main theme actually in her life. You know, she's going to have, she talked about her 1993 or 92 was her Annas Horribilis her terrible year when she lost a lot of things. She had the fire at Windsor Castle. I think her son and her his daughter, her daughter-in-law, Diana, they broke up at that time. So those are things that are traumatic to anybody that has a family that has that happen to. And so that stuff, she kind of weathered it and kept going. So uh, that's kind of it. Okay, I've done enough talking about her. I, that's more than I thought I could do. But um, she really has an interesting chart, and um, the very prominent Saturn in her chart shows you know, she's here, for, here to stay for the long term, which she obviously is. I don't know how many years she was made queen in 1953. How many years is that? God, that's a lot of years. 50, 60, 70 years in the throne? I don't know, but it's crazy. She's the longest-serving monarch on in the throne uh, ever that's ever come and um, before that was uh, Queen Victoria so anyway okay so we're going to take a break right now and when we get back we're going to start talking about Mr. Michael Seapreth okay okay this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio <laughs> This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga, we cover the world of animals. This week, April 25th, it's Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald, educating, entertaining, and uplifting the human animal. This month, Kevin's guest is Janice Gianforte. She's the founder and owner of NuPro Supplements. She's got great stories and testimonials, so hope you can join him for Martha Norwalk's Animal World Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150. Hello, this is Eileen Grimes, and this is we're going to start our special segment with Mr. Michael Seapress. Michael, how are you? Oh, I'm doing so great this morning, Eileen. Oh, Thank you. Good. It's so cool having you here. We were really wanting this for so long, and it finally happened. Finally, yeah. Yeah. I'm thrilled to be here. So anyway, the first song you're going to play is called The Fool. It is right? called The Fool, yes. It, it, has, it deals with the tarot deck. Yeah, right? I, was, so, I was thinking about the fool card in the tarot and um, all those moments in my life where I've had to make the leap sort of blindly into something brand okay. new. Yeah, even if you risk being a fool, <laughs> something like that, I don't know. Being a fool, but, chasing beauty, yeah. all these things we do. Yeah. Right, so yeah. anyway, this is Michael playing The Fool. Sky. Darling companion, a single blossom, chasing beauty and never asking why. 
embroidered velvet, a feather swaying turn to frame his emerald eyes. He's the fool walking on the sun. He's the fool, our colorful one. I love that song. I just really do. And I've heard that on your, your EP. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Extended play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Yeah. It, let's talk a little bit about that song and what inf- it. Obviously, it was a mark of growing consciousness. You kind of burst through something, got to the other side and went, whoa, what was that? You look back and you found it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've realized that... Um, as an artist, there's always these, always these moments, these sort of currents that come yeah. where something will really flow for a good long while yeah. and then it'll stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll stop flowing and you have to recalibrate and think about your life in this sort of higher altitude perspective, looking yeah. down on who you are right. and find the, the courage and the whatever you need to make the leap into the next thing. That's and right. a lot of times that's about... For me, at least, it's about not having any idea what that even is, <laughs> yeah. but, but listening to your intuition and just kind of going for it. So, Oh, it's so yeah. true. I am thinking of times that things just flowed along. Everything just happened perfectly. And then something would shift. And I and it literally take me and flip my head around. And it was something that I had to examine some part of it. I had to examine that maybe wasn't right or didn't fit in or I outgrew or something. Right. So that I would cast that off and re- re- recalibrate it, recalibrate it so that you can adjust to it in a different way. Right. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. And, f- and I guess for me, at least, I've found that a lot of times I feel like I just need to begin making space for the new thing to come in, oh, even good. if I have no idea what it is. That's right. Just knowing like, well, where I'm at right now, obviously this chapter has has run its course. Thank you. It was beautiful. Yeah. That that story's been written. And now let's clear the deck, wipe the chalkboard clean for yeah. the new thing to come in. The new in. thing. Yeah. yeah. And you pretty yeah. much live your life that way, don't you? I do. I yeah. do. I mean, I think that's uh, it's part of my commitment to just my own art my own music my yeah. own creativity yeah to constantly be paying attention to that yes to that very thing and trying not to let other things in the world all of the distractions in the world get in the way of it and yeah. or pull me off course yeah which you know the yes. world's designed to i do know the modern world is filled with things that distract us or try to oh. yank us away from what we actually intuitively know to to be right for us well, I think the the main thing that distracted me for the last two, three years was President Trump. Oh, was that a distraction for you, Eileen? <laughs> God. I just kept thinking, what is the matter with our country, you know? And finally, um, when I finally dropped it, I stopped watching all the news. I used to watch it cover to cover literally every day on all the ca- cable channels. I stopped doing it as soon as it was all over. And, and Biden stepped in and said, I got it. Just I got it, folks. I'm going to take it from here. Mm-hmm. And I, that's all I had to hear. I went, great, you do that and I'll do my life. You know, because I was trying to get myself 
not involved with all that stuff, but trying to figure out what was going on astrologically because almost every astrologer I knew on Facebook was talking about it every day. You know, the, the, the trauma and the stuff that was happening to our country because of that that administration and everything else that went along with it. But, you know, once I, I realized by the end I was so exhausted and now I don't even want to look at the news at <laughs> all. I'm going to do something else, you know. And um, and we're, I realized how much time was in this kind of similar story to what you're talking about. But this was actually something that I was doing. And um, I finally realized that it was, you know, way much, so much more of a waste of time. Every now and then I check into the news and I go, I don't want to hear about it. And that's it. I'm done. Okay. And, you know, and so I've had to turn around and look at myself. You know, what is it that I'm missing in my life? So things have just gotten rather, I've gotten really critical lately about the stuff I've kept in my life and I don't like it. Mm. You know, really mm-hmm. critical. You know, so it's time to get rid of it. And I'm trying to do things that are more, more centered and more peaceful. You know, turning off the TV set, watching a really nice movie. You know, something that is more basically Neptunian. That's the word I would use. See, he's he's born with a stationary Neptune, kids. You know, and I'm listening to him going, man, oh, man, it's there. It's <laughs> running all the way through his conversation. It's awesome. So, um, and that's what I'm learning right now because, you know, a transiting Neptune is sitting right on my sun right now, and that's major. It basically means I slip into la-la land for about two and a half years. And I was sort of prepared for it, but not to this extent. You know, it's just, it's crazy stuff. So I don't even know what the heck I'm saying half the time. Mm. Maybe that's just as well. Because basically, it is about losing control. It's all about control. Keeping a tight rein on something. And when all the reins are off, there's nothing you can do but float. You know, and I think that may be something about like what you were saying. The control, for you, control issues are probably a little different than for me. But, you know, once those, everything was released, all of that stuff, the news was released, I sat there with nothing to do, you know. And um, I've been talking a lot. I shouldn't be doing that. But, you know, I'm kind of, I love talking to you because you say things and it just reverberates the heck out of me, you know. And so, (laughs) oh, well, anyway, so... I have been shifting a lot. I've been morphing into something new, a whole new person. Yeah. You know, and yeah. there's a lot of stuff that I've been getting rid of and and stuff that's been painful getting rid of, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, years ago, I had a friend tell me something that I'll never forget, which is, it's a simple, simple concept, but he said, we all get the same 24 hours. Yeah. You know? And it's, yeah. and I think of that every day in terms of, what I give my time to, what I, what, and what we focus on, because we're, uh, what do you want to feed, and what do you want to grow? You know, yeah. is it about a, an addiction to the media and the news that certainly is designed to hook us in? I've, it I've did. been down that road, yeah. Yeah, it Or me is it about good. feeding, like you mentioned, all these other great things that are part of That's life right. and that yeah. can really nourish us instead? It, Neptune has to do with your artistic ability and um, both your visual art and your musical art, obviously. But it also has to do with um, being very peaceful and quiet and meditating and all those things that are completely opposite of the controlling business of, of the news, you know, and which I've been doing a lot of. 
And um, I've also noticed, you probably noticed too, that your psychic abilities have completely wiped, gone way off the scale. With a Neptune stationary, you would have that, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I've noticed the same thing with me. And um, it's it's just really interesting. But, so, what time is it? Oh, it's on the time. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it's, I feel like you and I are on parallel courses, almost. Sure. And, and with I, that thread of music flowing yeah. through both of our lives. Really. And I, yeah. I have sung so much in my life. I've sung, uh, I have a mu- degree in music. And um, I have a m- vocal music degree. And um, I've sung operas and I've sung, you know, operettas and stage plays and musicals and stuff like that. But I've been away from it for a lot of years because I've been doing the astrology, which is kind of on the same track. Sure. It really is. It's very creative. And a special a special music all its own, really. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. It really is. I mean, there's a lot of musicians I know that started off as musicians and they ended up astrologers. Mm. Yeah. And because um, it has this very similar language. It really gets down to the notation of music versus the notation of astrology. It's the same thing. Right. It's right. a language. Yeah. 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 So yeah. and it's this invisible thing floating in the air around us all all the time. All the time. Yeah. You're exactly it's, it's right. Ever present. Yeah. Ever and present. Connect, and connects us. It it does. Yeah. It really does. And um even though there's people that don't know about it and I talk to them about it, it seems to connect us that way. You know, and um it's uh it's pretty cool. So I really like it. So this was awesome. Boy. Okay, where did we go? Where are we? <laughs> I don't know where we are. Oh, it's that time. Okay, almost one minute. <laughs> oh, I had a feeling this was going to happen. Whenever I'm around somebody who's prominently Neptunian, I kind of get into this space. We both get into this space. <laughs> Maybe we'll have written a brand new song together by the <laughs> yeah. end of this show Let's if we both float away far right enough. Now. <laughs> <laughs> what a good idea. Okay. So anyway, yeah, it's it's awesome, and I really appreciate you being here today and being in the studio. It was thank God Nathan came up to me one day. He says they've changed the rules; we can bring in Michael Cepress. <laughs> I said, "Oh, goody! That was uh, awesome." Well, I I so, love being here. It feels good. Oh, good. Good. My hair is hanging on everything. Okay. So anyway, we're going to take a break right now. When we get back, we're going to be doing another song of Michael's. We're going to talk some more about that. Okay, this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW, Alternative Talk Radio. And this is A Barrel Full of Monkeys with Matt Shea. The Barrel Full of Monkeys started, he started a new venture, The Barrel Full of Monkeys Productions which will be a collection of Matt's writings in mini audiobook form. Now, two volumes are out now. Hard to say. Hard to believe it. Make sure you go to the website and order. They're only $5 per copy. So, and also don't forget one of Matt's finest books, The Meadowdale Community Project. It's a real winner. Matt would love to hear from you and promises to answer any or all that contact him. You can write to him at his personal email address at workinmat7, W-O-R-K-N-7. Yes, workinmat7 at AOL.com. And don't forget his website, www.matshaybooks.net. 
On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Miguel Ruiz Jr. to talk about the seven secrets to healthy, happy relationships. This is the kind of advice Dear Abby never imagined. On Saturday, Dr. Drayvon James joins us to discuss how stress can actually improve your life. If your current coping strategies aren't working, Dr. James offers another way. Bringing you mastery and mystery one hour at a time since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. Now we're staring at the lessons of America. Yeah, we're staring at the lessons fit to die.
that's beautiful. Thank you. Wow, that's just really. Um, I was talking to Nathan. I said, "You?" I said, "No, we're playing the whole thing." <laughs> no, it's very relevant right now, you know, in time for what our country is going through. I kept thinking, this is kind of a funny thing, but last signs of America. I thought, last signs, which signs? Okay, Capricorn, Cancer. <laughs> is that what's going to be left? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, but uh, anyway, um, what inspired you to write this song? I mean, obviously, what's going on in the world sure. is pretty relevant. Sure. Well, I, I, I can't imagine any artist, the musicians especially, having lived last year and not at least feeling the urge once to, to give one song to the kind of lay of the land. Yeah. And uh, the original inspiration was when I was, when I was on the road pre-pandemic and driving through all these little towns that you could tell... 50 or 100 years ago were thriving and mm-hmm. had wonderful things happening. And now they were nothing but peeling paint and empty storefronts yeah. and yeah. abandoned streets. Right. And it was that image that sort of really brought this idea of the last signs of America. You know, wow. these, these, yeah. these street signs or storefront signs that no longer had lights in them. Yeah. And using that as a metaphor to talk about. Um, you know, all that's decaying and falling away in our culture right now. It is. But I want to make sure to dedicate that last verse to the to remind people, you know, let's see your garden growing and let's see your lamps keep glowing to build into the new believing in the light. Which yes, is, right. You know, about yes, what exactly. we're things are fading away, but also uh, a brand new something is coming. Yes, and, it is. And it's in our hands to grow it. It is. And. Uh, when I look at it astrologically, there's all these new things happening. The planet Uranus will be moving into a new sign, and Saturn will be is just moved into Aquarius. Jupiter went into Aquarius, so uh, with all the planets in Aquarius, it's a very Aquarian song that you sang, because Aquarian song is basically saying, "Okay, we see the lights dimming in the former things that were out there," but that means or opening new doors for mm. new expression. Sure. You know, sure. It's, that's the hard that's the hard part we have to get through is stepping over that line into that new space. Right. You know, and that's basically what you're singing about is that it's so sad and yet perhaps it's something we have to release in order to move on to something new. You exactly. know, and yeah. there who knows what it's going to be? I mean, I've kind of looked ahead and seen, well, I don't know. Is it high tech or whatever? But it really has a lot to do with the, um, I think, the booming business of the age of Aquarius, which really technically has not actually started, depending on which astrologer you ask. Right. You know, there's a thousand and one <laughs> opinions on that. But I happen to think it's in process now because a lot of things are in Aquarius and they're moving on. To the next thing, now Pluto will go into Aquarius, I think, sometime in the next year, year and a half. That's when it will really start. That's when everything will break down, and but it's going to break down for a reason because the old ways no longer pertain to us. You know, Capricorn is is the status quo. It's the working man. It's nine to five. It's all those things that were typically conservative, but you know, it's it's going to change. You know, it is, it's already starting to change with these other planets leading the way into Aquarius and Pluto will be the last one that goes in there and then bam, then it's really starting, going to start to move. 
You know, so you really basically picked out a good theme for the future. <laughs> well, you did. <laughs> that's, uh, I suppose that that just feels serendipitous to me because what you just described, I wasn't really conscious of, you know. Right. But I guess, uh, as an, as any of us are artists do, we just try to tune into what's in the air around us. And, yeah, right. And exactly. I and I love the the chance to put language to it, put right. put a melody to it, and right. turn it into something to share. It's just beautiful. Yeah. And um, who plays the piano in there? I do. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was wondering. It sounded like Bruce Hornsby. I'm sorry. I'm I'm hyped up on him, but it sounded a little bit like his style. A little bit. It's well, interesting. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Both the piano and guitar are um, are the main instruments that I play along with singing and writing wow. these songs. Yeah. You are a Renaissance yeah. man. Yeah. Well, you know, when it comes time to to create a song, it's really nice because then I can hear multiple aspects of it. Yes. All in one pass. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I, you'd be like a Mozart. Basically, you can hear all the instruments playing at once, and you can pick out parts and write them down type of thing. Try to at least scroll them out. And then, of course, for those instruments that I don't play myself, it's, it becomes extra fun to call, call in other musicians. That's and, right, and, yeah, and, yeah. Know, kind of share right. that idea with them. Yeah, yeah, right. And you also could learn from them, too. Oh, to always. Always, yeah, always, I mean, yeah. You're, you're just a natural musician and a natural artist, too which we should talk about here because... I just can't quit it, Eileen. It's just the, <laughs> the artist bug got me you real can't. good. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't expect you to. I mean, that's the life you've chosen, this life. Well, and when you when you um, read my chart uh, the first time I was on the show, it right. was really enlightening to me, actually, to hear, especially about the Neptune presence in my chart. Mm -hmm. it, it helped frame out the the scale of the musicality that's in my world yes. and it helped me realize wow this 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 is not a mere feeling it is it is something i feel but that right. you know this is a great example of astrology really validating oh, something yeah. that i suspected or sensed all along oh sure i mean anybody who has a stationary planet it rises to the top of the bowl it's it's the arbiter of everything in a person's chart. It'll basically mean everything steps aside and the stationary planet steps up and says, I'm taking over now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it is the branding iron of the chart. It stands out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And I mean, it can mean like sometimes you'll read a chart with somebody and it, it, the, asp the thing that's coming up to the surface, the behavior and the indications and the personality and all that have nothing to do with the chart. Well, then you got to look for you have to look for a stationary planet then, because then it, that's where it's going to be. It's going to be hiding in the chart. You know, it isn't just right on the surface. But if you can identify the qualities for you, it's so obviously Neptunian, because you are also a textile designer and you're an artist. You know, that's more Neptune. Let's just add some more to the pile. You know, and so uh, the Neptune is is the creative force that you work with and it comes out musically and it comes out artistically yeah 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 pretty much is yeah yeah, yeah. that's pretty awesome stuff yeah. so and, yeah yeah i mean um i haven't ever had anybody on the air who has stationary neptune i don't think but um like i said i'm writing about this in the book right now you're a perfect example of actually how well it goes <laughs> when you you know because it can be de detrimentally really bad on the other side. It can be laying in the gutter drinking all the time. I mean, that's basically what Neptune, mm. the dark side mm -hmm. of Neptune, 
<clears throat> but you picked the light side, and you've done very well. And I work hard to stay on the light side. Yes, that's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. You know, I found those tricks in my day-to-day, my daily life, that are right. always about fueling that light. And and even physically, I mean, some my folks who visit my, my home laugh at the number of candles and warm s- sources of light around me. Because yeah. even the physical light itself yeah. helps Helps me creatively. Exactly. Helps, you know. Yeah. And put me into that kind of dreamy, <clears throat> creative space. Dreamy. That, There's another word. That, <laughs> <laughs> that, that I've come to know is real good yeah. for creativity. Light has energy. And it, it is, um, you know, the type of light that you pick will influence your moods and everything else, as you know. And it's, yeah. it's, it is a, something that's so subtle for somebody with Neptune. It's just the way they are. That's how it is. But, you know, most people won't see that connection to light and being feeling good about yourself and all that kind of stuff. But it's there. It's yeah. part of it, yeah. part of the equation. Yeah. Because basically you're operating on a nonverbal level most of the time. You don't talk. Right. It just is there. Right. It just is. Right. Yeah. Well, I can't explain it. It just works that way. Well, how does it work? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> you know, it's just a natural part of you that, that works. So. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that's fascinating. So, okay, we have one more minute here. So um, that song was very powerful because of the message that we're getting right now to handle. And I think we made a pretty good choice with the, the president that we have now. He's very sensitive and he's very, very empathic with people. Mm-hmm. Extremely empathic. He's a Scorpio and he has it all in the 12th house. That's Neptune's house. Guess what he is? He's very Neptunian as well as Scorpionic, which is sort of like you. You know, he, he walks up to somebody, starts talking to him, and he gets their energy immediately, non-verbally. Mm-hmm. And he gets where they are physically and emotionally and spiritually just by talking to them for mm-hmm. a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's an amazing compliment you can give somebody to do that, is to mirror that back. Yeah, wow. Yes. Yeah. Well, and with an audience. You know, and for, for any performer, I think I f- what you just described oh, seems sure. like... Oh, Leo uh, Rising, yeah. Yeah, something that performers do where you feel yeah. you feel where your audience is at. Yes. And to tune into that. Yeah. And, and then give them what they what they need and, and show them who they are. Yeah. Show them right. where they're at. Here's yeah. the mirror, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's fabulous. <laughs> oh, we like this show. Okay. So we're going to take a break right now. When we get back, we're going to be talking some more to Michael, Michael, but we have another song to play. So this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. Susan Bergstrom is a licensed agent in Washington and Oregon, helping people obtain security in their lives by providing insurance that pays for final expenses and money for transitioning after a loved one dies. Re- Medicare, sorry, retirement consists of a lot of moving cards. She will help you with Medicare plans that best suit your needs. Medicare is not only state-specific, but is also county-specific. Having lots of opportunities, she will be she will help you narrow your choices to one that suits your health and financial needs. This includes advantage plans, supplements, and prescription drug plans. Seniors can rely on Susan to help obtain financial security through many programs that protect seniors from market downturns and guarantee 
a competitive rate of return with no downside risks. Susan will also educate you on long-term care. This is an area many people do not plan for in retirement, so early planning can protect your assets and provide dignity in your later years. Okay, that turned out. All right, okay, very good. Susan, Susan enjoys working with people that partner with the Medicare Exchange located in Tacoma and Linwood, Washington. You can talk freely about your situation, and you will know that Susan will work to make you feel comfortable in all the decisions that need to be made. You can contact her at 253-318-9379 or by email at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. And this song is, okay, hold on, I'm looking at it. (laughs) Golden (laughs) Boys of Summer. Golden Eyes of Summer, this is it. So this is the next song, go for it. It's my call. I like that one. <laughs> that was like kick them up and ride them high. Yeah. Anyway, that's awesome. Now, th- what inspired this song? The Golden Boys of Summer. You know, there's. I started thinking about the underdog. All the oh. uh, all the underdogs in out in the world. Okay. These who, f- for me, the image that came to mind are these incredibly sweet, sensitive, young men mm-hmm. who who aren't the broad-shouldered, cocky, right. muscly jock types, right, right. but who are these like, just wonderful beings all around us, these yeah. really sweet souls. And so I, I wrote, wanted to write a song that sort of called called them out and boosted them up and said, you know, it's this is my call to you, the golden yeah. boys of summer. And get out and play. Uh, get out and play and show everyone else how to play. I bet you that one they really respond to when you're live. Yes. That's yes. A, it's a really fun one to play. Yeah, live. that's yeah. awesome. Especially with the full band. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. would be. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so great. So, okay, let's. what are we going to talk about next? Well, why don't you tell us about your full oh. band really quick? Oh, sure. Yeah, that, sure, that would sure. be good. That would be good. <laughs> well, good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, when I released the EP... Um, Actually, uh, several several months before the start of the pandemic, I released my first album, a five-song EP, and mm-hmm. along with that was my chance to put together a band and start to stage shows. Right. And so, um, uh, at at our biggest operation, there's five of us five of us on stage. Okay. Uh, drums, bass, uh, lead guitar, myself on rhythm guitar, and then sometimes also a lap steel or pedal steel Ooh. player with us. So sweet. Um, you know, it kind of takes the form of a traditional rock and roll band, but we, my sound and my songs tend to lean a little in the folky direction too. Right. You know, so, right. um, so a live show always includes um, some storytelling and some softer folk style music, but then right. also electric instruments. We like to plug in and rock and roll a little right. bit too. Right. You know. I know. <laughs> I always feel like you're bringing back a little bit of uh, Woodstock. Yeah. 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 I could see him at Woodstock. 
for sure. <laughs> well, the, and the the spirit and the message of that time is really just in my blood. Whether I, uh, yeah. it, it just always has been, you yeah. know. And I think thinking about the changes that are coming in our culture and where we're headed, I right. hope that that sense of people connecting openly and authentically with one another, yes, dropping right. the guards and just being open and nat- being our best natural selves is what it's all about. Yes. And so I try to use my music and especially concerts to do that, to bring, oh, yeah. bring people together and just wherever you're at, celebrate it. And if, if there's barriers between people, just set them down and let yeah. the music bring you together. So where have you played? You've played concerts around here, right? Yeah, I have. I have. Where, right? where? Well, the big album release show was at the Columbia City Theater in, oh, uh, oh. in South Seattle. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, south of Seattle. Yeah. And, and then I started to do a number of um, sort of smaller gigs at uh, cafes and, and other more intimate venues. Mm-hmm. And then whammo, the pandemic hit, which for, <laughs> you know, for any... Thanks for, a lot. For any performer yeah. paused our, uh, our chance to perform publicly. Right. So yeah. um, I'm one of the many who are now really looking forward to the days again where we can start to be back out there and, yes, and playing that's shows. Right. Yeah. And you basically, I've seen some pictures of you on stage. And you have this wonderful mirror, murals and scarves and stuff like that decorating your stage, right? Yeah, yeah. That's your work that you do te- textile-wise, right. isn't it? Right, right. Yeah, we should talk about that for a minute. Sure. I mean, I want to, uh, my, I guess, formal training, <laughs> what, I, what I went to school for, both undergraduate school and graduate school, was um, to study as a fiber artist, I'm a okay. textile artist. Yeah. So, Dyeing cloth, printing cloth, and then I also had a uh, almost t- a 12, 13 year career as a clothing designer. Okay. And so I, I make all of my own clothes. Um, yeah. And to use fabric, see, fabric and music to me are so similar. Yes, they, they are. Isn't that amazing? They carry the stories of our lives. Yeah. You know? How we dress expresses who we are. It's like if you want to get to know somebody, <laughs> you, yeah. you read the language of of their appearance, yes. whether we are conscious of it or not, we're always yes. doing that. Or another favorite thing I love to do to get to know someone is look at their record collection or oh, study yeah. or hear about the music they listen to oh, because sure. it really does speak volumes about who they are Absolutely. and where they're at. So yep. so for me, it's that great dance between music and, and fabric. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's all connected. It's all connected because um, I know that I used, I studied color astrology not a color astrology no psychology and i used to do color analysis mm. years ago mm-hmm. you know figuring out what colors people should wear sure. for their their best skin tone sure and and there's real psychological connections to all the colors you know and there is let me tell you if you paint a room red don't expect to have a calm time in there <laughs> I, I, yeah. I heard about this woman who had a red room in her house, and that's where she and her husband fought. Well, oh, wow. yeah, red is going to yeah. do it. That's the that's the planetary ruler of Mars, which is the planet of war. Right. So there you right. go. Yeah. It's 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 a hot color, and it in it inspires uh, tra- tempers along the way. Sure. Purple is very spiritual. So I, most of my closet is purple. Hmm. And some pink, some yeah. you know, like magenta yeah. colors. Yeah. But most of the time it's purple yeah. like this. Yeah. 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 I feel that color is is one of those other silent languages happening around yeah. us. Con- silent it communicators is. that yeah. 
are speaking to us and changing us and affecting us yes. daily, whether and to become conscious of it be, is a wonderful tool. Right. Yeah, it's a wonderful And if you can see it visually on a person, yeah. you know, if the color is not right, it pulls away from their skin and their face and everything. But if it's right, it just fits right in with a person. Right. Just cl- plugs in, clicks in. Yeah. And it's fine. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. So I used to do that with clients. How cool. For five and years. it can be so enlightening for people to, oh, to learn wonderful. to learn their own way with color and find their own way with color. That's exactly yeah, right. Very powerful. Yeah. It was very, very cool to have them find their colors. I remember one woman that came, used to work at Macy's. Oh, I'm just telling everybody my history today. But I used to work at Macy's and I worked in the larger women's department. And one woman came in and she says, you know, I've been looking at all these clothes in her, her, clo- in her dressing room. She says, everything I'm seeing just doesn't look right. It's just not got three minutes left. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we've got to play one other song here before we go. Why don't we just do a little thing where instead of using the normal Jupiter out music, maybe we can just have Michael play us out today. Yes, just play that. him out today. Yeah, so that. let's sure. do that. Let love shine in. Let's try yeah, that one. All right. Let me tune up here. We need to talk about next week first. <gasps> oh, yes. Let's talk about next. Next week we have on Jackie Slevin. So that'll be awesome to have her on to talk about astrology. So that will be cool. So... And I'm and I, before, yeah. Huh? She's been on the show before. Oh, yeah, many times. Yeah, many, yeah. many she's times. A, she's a regular. She's, she's fabulous. <laughs> she's fabulous. Yeah, she's from New Jersey. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to finish my 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 uh, story, but it's okay. Are you ready? We're going to say goodbye now. We're going to say goodbye from Jupiter rising, and he's going to waltz us out of All the room. Right. Called Have a the, good week, everybody. This, this is a brand new song called "Let the Love Shine In." Open the door and let the love shine in Be there to feel how the day begins Cleaning sadness out your way Open the door and let the love shine in Open the door soul be free show me that something you long to be even when the goodness causes pain open the door and let your soul be free know the time will call you the strength arrive alive to walk you through with sense and grace to ease your pain To let it guide you right To where the fears all melt away 